Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Hi, it's Jean Wallace here. Welcome to my radio show, The Psychic Buffet at the Edge Radio Cafe, where every fourth Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Central Time, I serve up spiritual food for thought to nourish your soul. You can listen then or from the archives. Each show contains an appetizer, which is a quote about the topic, an entree, where I and or a guest will speak upon the topic, a side dish, which is another's perspective on the topic, and a dessert, which is a guided meditation about the topic. Mention the special word given in any show to receive a one-hour psychic reading with me for only $60. I welcome your questions, comments, requests, or reading appointments by phone at area code 612-874-1453. I do not have any textability, however. Or you can contact me by email at genewallace at earthlink.net. That's J-E-A-N-W-A-L-L-I-S at E-A-R-T-H-L-I-N-K dot N-E-T. Bon appetit! Hi listeners, you divine beings you. Today I'm going to talk about living in your power, your own personal power. Let's start with the appetizer today, an anonymous quote. Personal power is the ability to stand on your own two feet with a smile on your face in the middle of a universe that contains a million ways to crush you. Now on for the entree. In order to grow and develop as a soul and a person in this life, we need to develop several traits. One is motivation to develop our goals, then discipline to reinforce our goals, habit to integrate our goals, and being proactive to act on achieving our goals. All of these qualities depend on us standing in our power. So let's delve into that for a while. I know you've often heard the term stepping into your power. I don't agree it happens that way. We don't step into anything. The term stepping into implies that our power exists outside of ourself, that we have to go find it and then step into it. No. We came into this body as a divine being, a powerful and empowered soul determined to have a human experience so it could grow even more divine and to bring its divinity to earth to enhance the earthly experience of the collective of souls here doing the same. That's who we are and why we're here, folks. Let me say that again. It's kind of a mouthful, but I'll say it slower. We came into this body as a divine being, a powerful and empowered soul determined to have a human experience so it could grow even more divine and to bring its divinity to earth to enhance the earthly experience of the collective of souls here doing the same. Our power is within us for eternity, 
it gets even stronger through earthly human experiences. We may have just lost our awareness of it. This is a distracting experience, this being human on this earth. We get blindsided and sidelined by it. It's so stimulating, has so many feelings and experiences, involves so many others, gets tangled up in free will choices, and on and on. You know what I mean, you live here too. On top of that, we have a thing about the word power. Often we have been taught by family, friends, or society itself that being powerful is bad or wrong. We have experienced people in our life and in our global history who have held power over others and misused it for their own gain and while doing so have subjugated others and mistreated or killed them. Who'd want to be powerful as that is what it means or could lead to in any way? Also in religious history, powerful religious leaders fostered the idea that it was wrong for us to feel powerful. They taught us to believe only God and holy men could be powerful so they could retain their power and control over their followers. Through time, we have come to believe that our being powerful is wrong or dangerous, and we should just stay in our lane and be quiet. Well, because of choosing that line, we've missed the big sign saying, Your power here, your power here, your power here. So let's redefine that word power and state that the power we are focusing on for awareness within us and activating increasingly is the power of, not the power over. The power of is intrinsic. It exists within us. It is the energy and force we use to move energy. It's how we manifest. Power over is extrinsic. It comes from outside ourselves. It's gained through the subordination of others and implies the control over, sometimes oppression, and possibly even the abuse of others. So it's more than okay to feel our power, our power of. It's what we're here to do, create from within our divine power. Now another habit that does not serve us that we have often taken on is to not only not recognize the power of that we have, but to empower someone else in our lives, becoming codependent with them, or allowing them to exert their power over behavior with us and the like. We place them before ourselves. This is an easy habit to slip into and can be a difficult one to get out of. There's a saying I agree with. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. And sometimes there's someone in our circle who wants us to believe that, but we are too busy being in victim mode and not taking responsibility for ourselves that we let our power go dormant and go along with the power of another instead. We don't really give our power over to someone else, we just don't use our own. Here I'm going to interject 10 guidelines from an anonymous source on staying in our own power. Number one, decide to take control of our life. Accept responsibility for our feelings and actions. Number two, know that our heart is strong. We will survive the ups and downs we experience. When we're in our downs, we still have access to our personal power. It's just a little hard, harder to feel it at those times. Number three, tell the truth to ourselves and others. 
Number four, get our heads out of the sand. Face ourselves and our situations and patterns that don't serve us. Stop being in denial of ourselves, even the shadow side. Number five, trust our intuition. Trust our body. It will tell us if something's off. Number six, do not act like a victim and feel powerless. Number seven, follow things through. Don't abandon ourselves in this midstream when we're working on ourselves due to any discomfort. Number eight, have a good action plan. Think out the effects of our actions and have accommodations ready. If we're afraid of something, find out what are we exactly afraid is going to happen. And if that did happen, decide how we'd handle it. That puts you in an empowering position, not feeling like the victim of a circumstance. Number nine, stay flexible and relaxed. This means as much physically as emotionally. Don't worry, be happy. And finally, number 10, stop letting our power be dormant in favor of letting someone else's power be at the forefront. Thank you, Anonymous. Those were great. To live our life in alignment and fulfillment of our purpose here, which is as a soul, having a human experience so we can grow even more divine, and to bring that divinity to earth to enhance the earthly experience of the collective of souls here doing the same, we will do best to act from within our power of energy. It is absolutely astonishing and unlimited in its strength and force. We come to the awareness of this energy, the power of, by being in our consciousness, our highest self, the emanation of source that we are, the energy of which even the soul is made. How do we get there? And there are many avenues, yet they all truly mean being out of our minds. Yes, being out of our mind is the greatest state of being. We allow the power of ourself to emerge rather than trying to force it, neither pushing or pulling, tugging at our state of being, but being open to receive the awareness of our power of by being in the feminine receptive energy and taking action in ways that support that emergence. It's like if we want to see the butterfly that is in a cocoon, we all poke at it, we allow it to emerge, yet we must take action to be in the presence of the cocoon. So to practice acting from within our power of, we can start by making conscious decisions about little things in our daily lives, things we are not emotionally attached to. That behavior then creates a new default synapse in our brain and becomes our new habit of thought and action. We are choosing from our consciousness, not just acting out of an old habit or a default autopilot. So it can be as simple as consciously deciding what time to eat our dinner rather than just eating at a certain time out of habit or because we feel that's when we should eat. The more we consciously decide our behavior, the more we are acting from within our power of and will gain confidence to be in that state of being all the time. Now on to the side dish. Today's side dish is from Michelle 
a writer at themindfulmagazine.com. It is eight steps to being in our power. Step one, choose yourself first. First, love ourselves and come to peace with ourselves. Feel good about ourselves, and then take the step to help others. Assess when we feel low in energy and need to just step back and not offer to spend the little energy we have on others. It's okay. No, actually, it's vital to be number one. Step two, stick to our own truth. There are many people on this planet, and all of us have different opinions, experiences, and visions. Does that mean anyone is wrong? No, that's the whole funny thing. There is no right or wrong. There is only right and wrong for us. This is a limit that we draw for ourselves. Which of the opinions do I want to take in and do I resonate with? And which of the opinions do not fit my reality? And you might even find that there is part of an opinion that fits and part that doesn't. So take what you can use and let the rest go. We are here to learn and find out what is truth for us. Where do our interests lie? What makes our life smile? If we stick to what we love to do, there is no one else going against it. Think about it. We look up the most to the people who have found their passion and true purpose. We think they are so sure of themselves, I wish I was like that. Well, you can be. Just stick to what you love and live what inspires you. Step three, set boundaries for ourselves. You know, it's fantastic to hear from those around us that we're such a giving and loving person. Yet many times we may feel, I give so much but I don't get any of it back. So it's time for us to set our boundaries and how much you would like to provide to people without asking for something in return. This takes introspection on learning when we are truly just giving and when we are giving with the need of an exchange. It's not wrong to have an exchange. Everything in this dimension that has action has reaction and that implies exchange. Yet that exchange does not always come from the same place we created the action. I may give $5 to a charity and the next day win $20 at a scratch-off lottery ticket. It is important for us to know where our own boundaries lie and to exercise them. Step 4. Be the leader of our own life. There are many things we have to do, the so-called obligations of life. Yet it is time for us to be the leader of our own life. No matter what age we are or where we stand in life, there are always people trying to influence us into something we do not like. Maybe our parents tell us to choose another study, or our friends who tell us to go out while we don't want to, or our partner who wants us to stay home when we want to go out. It applies literally to everyone. But let's remind ourselves that the people who are trying to control our life have lost control of their own lives. They just do not know where to search for themselves and where to start, so they focus on other people. We need to make our own choices and choose for ourselves, take control of our life. Step 5. Understand the cycles of life. Do not hold on to the past. You know, often we're in cycles of life. People come and go, and we have to understand that everyone who comes into our lives has a purpose. 
We are all mirrors of ourselves. This might be a mirror that we like or that we do not like. Relationships of all sorts are here to teach us something about ourselves. When we have learned our lessons about this particular relationship, the universe will separate us and it will flow naturally. Well, it can be very sad and hurtful to leave a situation behind. Some of us keep being sad about the same situation and completely forget to live in the moment. How can new opportunities arrive in our life when we keep holding on to the past? We are not in our power when we are for a long time in the same down period. Now, sadness is very normal and should be embraced for what it is. Yet after a period of sadness, there is a recovery period in which we set the tone to be open for new things in life again. We don't have to forget any of these cycles as they were all wonderful on their own or maybe didn't feel so great. But it's not about forgetting. It is about creating a new space for new experiences to arrive. Life is an ongoing school and it is up to you on how to deal with that. You know, personal power exists only in the now moment. It's not in the past when we haven't forgotten things or live in states of being that existed before. And it's not in the future where we have the hope of success with endeavors that we're trying out. Personal power is in the present moment. Step six, stop comparing ourselves to others. When we compare ourselves to others constantly, we'll always feel more inferior. We're always going to find someone we feel is better than us or who has more than us, even though we don't really know what happens behind the curtain. Everything from the outside could be an illusion. What is nothing for others could be everything for us. Our life will be so much more complicated when we keep comparing ourselves to other people. It's most important to stick to our own life and try to resolve that first. Let's ask ourselves, what can I do to make myself the most happy? What do I need to change in order to obtain what I would really love to achieve? Let's start with questions and then move on to our own life path. Step 7. Avoid negativity the most possible. We can't be all day long happy and entertaining to people, but we can choose the people we would like to hang out with. If we are in the right vibration, there is a high percentage of people that lack these happy energies and would love to hang out with us. They'll try to make us feel guilty about everything in order to keep us close to them. We become the feeding element. People like this are usually called energy vampires. Personally, Michelle says, I do not really like this word. I prefer to say that they are not on the right path yet. Usually, the energy draining has to do with their own chakra blockages in their body. If many of them are blocked in their energy centers, especially in the crown, then it is very difficult for them to obtain their own energy. In order for us to stay polite, just don't respond too much and take our distance. They'll get it after a while and just move on to the next positive person to be around. Besides draining people, we do not want to be in a situation of constant negativity, may it be the working environment or the household we live in. Now this also includes our thoughts, so stay away from stinking thinking. 
And the final step, step eight, be conscious about ourselves. We've talked a lot about the surroundings and external factors, but since everything we do starts with us, it is important to be conscious about ourselves. Was I truly in line with my own truth? Did I step out of line this time? Am I strong enough to apologize, we may ask? We are certainly not perfect, and we all make mistakes. Sometimes it is us that needs to say sorry. If something doesn't feel right in our life, our body will tell us. We will know if something is off, and after this discovery, it's up to us on how to improve this for ourselves. A true strong soul is vulnerable. It is not the warrior who fights the outside. It is the warrior that fights the inside of ourselves. We consider what is strength. Strength is the calm storm that walks in, that accepts all that is. It is the person that smiles even when you are not in alignment with yourself. It is the person who knows that everyone is taking things in their own time, at their own pace, and that person knows we're all in the same boat just struggling with life lessons. There is no perfect human being, but a strong one is easily recognized by their openness. They have no secrets, their perseverance, their willingness, and their kindness. A strong person is kind and compassionate, but at the same time knows his or her own path to take. Well, thank you for those great insights, Michelle. And now today's special word is power. Before we go on to our dessert course, the guided meditation today, I want to remind you of my contact information. You can call me at area code 612-874-1453. I don't have texting ability though, so please just call me directly. Or you can email me at jeanwallace at earthlink.net. Let me spell that for you. It's J E A. N W A L L I S as in Sam at E A R T H L I N K dot N E T. And now on to dessert. For today's guided meditation, we're going to begin by sitting comfortably or lying down, whichever way works best for you. We're going to begin by relaxing the body. Let's begin with a few deep breaths. Just close your eyes now and breathe in a nice, slow breath through your nose. Just breathing in now nice and slow. Now let that breath go out through your mouth, just nice and slowly now, nice and slowly. Now repeat the slow breath in through your nose, and the slow release through your mouth, just in nice and slowly, and out nice and slowly. And one more time, in through your nose, a nice slow breath, inhaling now. And then a nice slow release of that breath through your mouth. Just a nice slow release. And just relax. 
consciously relax. Let a warm, pleasant feeling come all across your body. Feel this come in from the top of your head or through the bottom of your feet. However you feel it is just right for you. Let every muscle and every nerve grow so loose and so limp and so relaxed. Arms limp now, just like a rag doll. Oh, that's so good. Now send a pleasant wave of relaxation over your entire body, this time from the top of your head to the tips of your toes, like a warm, gentle shower of water running over you. Just let every muscle and nerve grow loose and limp and relaxed. In fact, you're feeling more relaxed with each easy breath that you take. And as you feel more relaxed, you notice your surroundings more and more. You can see before you a beautiful garden made up of your favorite flowers, trees, and shrubs. You can hear the birds chirping in their joy. Feel the sun upon your skin. Notice the breeze blowing softly and rustling the tree leaves. And as you gaze deeper and deeper now into this garden, just looking past everything directly in front of you, deeper and deeper gazing into the garden, you notice a labyrinth, a spiral path, just a short distance in front of you. Now walk deeper and deeper into this garden until you get to the labyrinth, that spiral path. Step on that path now. Oh, you feel so calm and so relaxed, relaxing more with each beat of your heart, with each breath that you take, with each sound that you hear. Now begin to walk that spiral path, and as you do so, you realize it is going down into a crystal cave. It's an easy decline, comfortable to walk. And as you continue down the path on this spiral motion, you notice there are beams of sunlight coming through the roof of this cave, and light is pouring down on the crystals all around you. Some of them are amethyst, some may be rubies, emeralds, sapphires, and diamonds. As you continue down on this spiraled path, you go deeper and deeper into this crystal cave, and the spiral path is getting smaller and smaller and you notice more and more gems and stones alongside you on the walls of this cave some rose quartz some tiger's eye maybe moonstone or some rainbow obsidian whatever stones you see are the perfect ones for you see them shine with their inner light and glint from the sunlight coming through the roof of this cave and as you continue on this spiral path, you feel stronger and stronger, more and more confident, even though with each step you continue to be truly relaxed in your body. Your inner strength is pouring forth. You may even feel yourself getting taller, standing up straighter in your vision, even feeling more balanced. And the spiral path gets smaller still just going deeper and deeper now with the path getting smaller and smaller.
And now you come to the center of the spiral, a circle of light upon which you now step onto and stand. You are now standing in your own personal divine power. Just soak it in. Let the rays of light bathe you in strength and power. Let it ignite every cell of your being, just feeding each cell so it can contain this power to be available to you any time you call on it. There's no limit to this power. It is eternal. It is who you are, a powerful, divine being having a human experience. Bask in this for a moment now. Just allow your battery to recharge with this divine power coming directly from source, emanating through you as you deliver it to this earthly experience. See yourselves just lighting up, filling with this power, getting strong, being healthy, always having this on the shelf for you to request, connect with. Just ask it to come forth and you will be your power. Just continuing to bask in this now, taking it on, bringing it fully into your body, into your awareness, into your feeling self. Feel this strength. Know it is you. And now when you feel ready, just begin to return to this everyday state of consciousness, your 3D sense of being. Just come back slowly and gradually. You can actually beam yourself up from the circle of light where you stood in your power. Just feel yourself gradually becoming your everyday self while keeping your eyes closed. You may want to stretch a little here, just stretching your arms and legs, putting your arms up over your head, putting them out to your sides, making little circles in the air with them, stretching your legs out in front of you, and even moving them from side to side, or up and down, stretching your hands and fingers, your feet and toes. Stretching your back now, arching your back, and then just sitting up straight. Or flying down, just stretching your limbs outward. If you've got room, make little uh, bed angels with your arms and your legs. Wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers. The idea here is to get the blood circulating, coming to the now moment, being in this everyday consciousness. And when you feel ready, just open your eyes. Welcome back. Well, that's the show for today. Bye. Thank you for listening to my show. Join me again at the Psychic Buffet the next fourth Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Central Time for another serving of spiritual thought to nourish your soul. I welcome contacts by phone at 612-874-1453 but I have no texting ability. Or you could email me at jeanwallace at earthlink.net. That's J-E-A-N-W-A-L-L-I-S at 
E-A-R-T-H-L-I-N-K dot N-E-T. Until we meet again, wishing you good loving and good living. Bon appétit. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.